Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, it's Monday morning, July 5th, 2021. The 4th of July uh, celebration went off almost as normally. Um, People were gathered elbow to elbow, um, many not masked, mostly not masked, and uh, watched the fireworks. There were a few festivals going on, like the Cannon Valley, some small towns down there, um, festival, and everybody's elbow to elbow, doing rides, um, knee to knee, and uh, no super spreader. The uh, The world hasn't been wiped out. It's amazing how that... Uh, a cold virus will not do that to certain populations, especially the populations that can get up and move and, you know, get on a Ferris wheel and uh, some of those crazy total wheels, wheels um, that make you sick. So I'm glad that's moving forward. Everything's moving forward. Um, the Olympics are going to move forward. And that's kind of what I want to talk today. And I'll probably digress into some, uh, some pol- policies and politics And the Olympics have always been about politics, people. Do not, do not for a second think it's about the spirit of sport, fairness, um, how sports brings, can bring all countries, philosophies, ideologies, races, creeds, ethnicities together. No, it's always been about politics um, since even the 20s and 30s. Where Hitler used it to show off the the superiority of the master race, and Owen, uh, American Jackie Owen, just crushed him. Um, awesome, awesome. I love that stuff. And you know, th- so we've always had the politics. We've had the politics, and you know, people don't want to go back to the 30s. Okay, let's go back to the 80s, where there was still a USSR, and as a protest to the USSR invading Afghanistan, America pulled their athletes out. And then the next year, in a protest to that protest, the USSR pulled their athletes out of LA. Probably the last time we won any weightlifting events or even came close. So (laughs) anyway, it's always been about politics and who you know. my practice, my chiropractic practice of 30 years, I've worked with many Olympic athletes. Um, I hear it, you know, firsthand how politics and who you know um, gets you a place on the Olympic team. And I'm not talking about, yeah, you look at the gymnastics, you know, if you score this, whatever. I'm just saying on that many times that, you know, if you don't have the right money, the right sponsors, Um, that right support network and know how to play the politics, you don't even get on the teams or even get the right training. And, you know, what's amazing to me is, you know, some of these rules for, you know, the PEDs, you know, performance-enhancing drugs. Everyone thinks steroids, but also speed, painkillers, those kind of things. Um, EPO, um, EPO uh, packs your, uh, your... your body with red blood cells, which means you can carry more oxygen, which means you have more endurance. That's what the Tour de France people have been using for decades. And I wanted to like move the curtain 
away from the man. Like in The Wizard of Oz. Remember toward the end of Wizard of Oz, we found out that the wizard was just a projection and smoke and mirrors. And there's this little tiny guy, you know, little tiny fat guy behind a a curtain running all the the uh the smoke and mirrors and the the techniques and the flim flam and that really is how many sports are run nowadays and i and it also goes with politics and in every part of our our, our society down to how governments run administration education everything that we touch every day is run by the Wizard of Oz. Most likely people that have no clue. Let me give you a good example. And, and I know everybody from Minnesota listens to this or agree. During our very short uh, building season, warm season, we can work on the roads. We have a long winter here. We understand that's half the year. It snows half the year here. So <clears throat> many times, you want to get these building projects done, work on the streets, work on the roads. You'll have someone say, I'm in New Brighton. The New Brighton government will be working on a road. And then the county government will be working on a road. And then the state government will be working on the road. And people can't get around. It's because the right hand doesn't talk to the left hand. The county doesn't talk to the state. The state doesn't talk to the city. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why is that? Well, that bureaucracy, that red tape, slows down communication. Everybody wants to put themselves in a little bubble, like the Wizard of Oz. If I can hide behind this curtain, you know, I can be the boss. And then I can, I can project this power and authority. Now, I'm not saying people who work on the streets have power and authority, but they make decisions without, you know, talking to the man on the ground, the little guy, or really, it is the big guy. It's amazing that uh, WADA makes decisions not talking to athletes. You have a bunch of MDs, you have a bunch of old cronies, you have a bunch of politicians on the uh, the World Anti-Doping, you know, committee, and that that decides for the Olympics um, which drugs to put on, how these drugs work, certain levels. And what's amazing is many of those people on that never ran a goddamn 100-meter dash in their life or never used any of those things. I love when, you know, people say, you know, that sprinter who got disqualified for using pot, they know the rules and they should do that. You're absolutely right. If the rules are X, Y, Z, and they know there is no... um, there is absolutely no grace given for breaking those rules. You're out. You, there will be punishment. Then, you know, those are things that you have to make those personal decisions. And people break down and things happen. But the thing that gets me is we all know that pot does not assist in performance of a sprint. I mean, 10-year-olds know this. But according to them... You're not allowed to use it. Now, they say it's the spirit of sport. The spirit of sport would not use illegal drugs. Well, in many states and in many countries, you know, pot is legal. And guess what? Booze 
it, you know, is legal in most countries. And that has a more deleterious effect on families, on society. I mean, my goodness, there's a reason we had prohibition in the 1920s is because people were so drunk most of the time at the turn of the century. That was 100 years ago. But at the turn of the century, they were giving cocaine and morphine and alcohol to little kids if they had a cold. Yeah, coronavirus, like OC43 probably. You know, this is before SARS. So what amazes me is that the animals are running the zoo. People who have no clue, do not have the intelligence, do not have the backing to understand what what really should happen. It'd be amazing if they took some of these athletes and say, okay, you guys are in your sport, you know, you know, how many of you have tried these drugs? Some of them haven't. They should actually ask people and say, okay, how do you get by the test? You know, if you're getting by the test, we want to work with people that actually have taken these substances and know if they help them or not. Just broadly saying that we want fairness in sports, you absolutely remove fairness when the decision makers don't know how to be fair because it's not their sport. They haven't been there before. They haven't run a 100-meter dash and happened to smoke a doobie after finding, you know, their, their mother dead, hung herself or killed herself. That's amazing that, you know, we, we make these broad accusations and we attack and we say this and that. And I'm like, really? I don't know. The last time you had a fight with your wife, you drank four beers. And that's probably more deleterious to your health, to the community, and to your family than puffing a doobie. So we already know this, common sense, and the research is out there. It amazes me that our world, and just look at government, we have people that are in Washington, D.C., or here in Minnesota, St. Paul, who spend their entire lives wrapped up in the bubble of bureaucracy and government and have never really been in the real world. I remember when uh, George Bush Sr., I think it was Sr., went to a, uh, a, this is the 80s, but he went to a grocery store. And I'll, I'll always remember this on TV. And he had no idea how to pay with credit card and had never seen these barcode scanners. It was a grocery store had a barcode scanner. We've had them for 30, 40 years. And it went through and he was amazed that that, that that was working. And it had been there for years and years. And that was the President of the United States who has someone who carries the, the nuclear football, all the codes in a briefcase to destroy the world 10 times over and had no clue how to buy a loaf of bread at a grocery store. Well, that's exactly like the Olympic Committee, WADA, um, you know, the NCAA, you know, where they, you know, they're always on these kids. Oh, you know, you know, you got caught breaking this. You, you know, you had a joint, you, you were drinking or whatever. And I'm not saying go out, be a hedonist and do what you want, but the idea that, you know, you have the fastest woman in the world who had some emotional heartache and she may have slipped. Now, let's say she didn't slip. Just say that's part of that's part of what she does is smoke all the time. Ah, no, she gets tested all the time. You geniuses, you keyboard wizards. She gets tested all the time. This was the first time she popped for uh, for marijuana.
So all I got to say is when we're looking at some of these people in sports, you know, who's running it? You have someone who's five foot one, you know, skinny little guy who was a nerd, made it through a PhD program, maybe an MD program, and he's deciding what chemicals an NFL, you know, lineman at six foot seven, three thirty, all muscle should put in his body or not. And he's never done a bench press over 150 pounds. In other words, the experts should be the ones in the sport. Get your retired athletes, get your retired coaches, and have them decide what's fair, what's not fair. You have all these so-called experts, and this is one thing the pandemic should have taught us. It should have taught us that there's going to be a lot of quote-unquote so-called experts, even MDs, PhDs, who are clueless. They've never seen coronavirus under a scanning EM until the pandemic, or maybe even seen a picture of it. They had no idea that that dry, hacky cough they had was a coronavirus because 30% of all upper respiratory infections in the world are caused by coronaviruses. They had no idea. Oh, it's just some virus. No, there's a label. There's an entity. It was a coronavirus or RSVB or rhinovirus. But rhinovirus gives you that green crap that comes out of your sinuses and your oropharynx. So you have these so-called experts everywhere. We have it in powerlifting and bodybuilding. It's very prevalent. Someone will win a you know watered-down contest where there's three people and call themselves an expert and put themselves out on Instagram and they've only been training two years and contest prep once or twice. And it was just luck luck and genetics and every novice, you know, does well that they got as far as they are. Those egos or people that think they're experts that quick, that comes from our current society. That, you know, oh, I'm an expert because I did it once. And everyone gives glory and participation trophies. Never mind someone who's been doing it 20, 30, 40 years at a high level. And that's what I'm saying. We have to get people, not just the advisors, the decision makers, into these places of power, bureaucracy that have been there. Put the Governor Waltz, you know, Governor of Minnesota, out on Highway 694 and Silver Lake Road at rush hour with all the construction and the backup and tell me these roads are okay. Have them go through some of these construction sites and just try to get around. Try to get around your neighborhood and tell me things are okay. They don't have to be tolerated. It's easy to do. All right, this month you guys get to work on your road because that's where we're detouring to. After that's done, you guys get to work on yours because we're detouring back onto the new road. And then you, your government agency, you can do your roads. There has to be communication. Just like, you know, you have all these people in Washington, D.C. that are absolutely clueless to the struggling of middle America because they've never been middle America. To the struggling of the small businessman. We are the majority. We are the majority, small business owners. But they keep coming down on us, and they're hard on us, and there's no breaks for us. Wow. That's amazing. And like athletes, expecting them to do things that the person themselves can't do. 
and as the WADA administrators and all the Olympic uh, bureaucracy leaders and decision makers that say this person can't run, they're, you know, we're going to suspend them. They're, they're having their Manhattans or their fancy imported beers at a meeting as they discuss busting an athlete over marijuana, not growth hormone, not steroids, not EPO. <laughs> it makes them a laughing stock. Just like we just went through the pandemic. Two masks, this and that, for a cold that's survivable for 99.9% of the time for, those, for most individuals. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you go ahead and make your decisions. Cheer on the Olympics as you watch the second or third best person in the world win. Because you busted the best person. Not for using performance-enhancing drugs that made her run faster. If anything, it's going to make her run slower and want some Doritos and pepperoni pizza. Guess what? You've done it to yourselves. You've lowered your standards as a human race, as a culture. For what? Tell me for what? For power? Or to make yourselves look like you, you know what you're talking about? No. This is absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. And we should have people. We should have people that make those decisions that have been there before. I know I would never want to go to a dentist who's never had dentistry. I would never want to go to an orthopedic surgeon who's never had one or two nicks or dings and, you know, knows what it's like. I would never want to be coached by someone who doesn't understand the sport and never competed at a high level. And I definitely would not want someone over me who didn't understand what it was like to be in my position. But that's how we have it in this world. We let those that, those that can do, those that can't teach or have power over those who can. And this has been another fact podcast. Thank <laughs> you.